My best-selling program, The Pinterest Lab, is closing enrollment soon. Join now at teachmepinterest.com. Dive into The Pinterest Lab today and get your hands on my four-step no-fluff process where I will teach you how to drive traffic and generate leads using Pinterest. And the best part, my strategy takes less than an hour a week. Join the Pinterest lab before the doors close at teachmepinterest.com. Pinterest will help you 20X the traffic you're getting to your content, getting your hard work in front of the people you're busy creating it for. It will give your content a lifespan of months, even years compared to the mere minutes of other social media platforms. And Pinterest will get to work for you while you spend one hour a week setting it and forgetting it using my strategy. Get ready for results. Join me inside of the Pinterest lab at teachmepinterest.com before we close the doors. That's teachmepinterest.com, teachmepinterest.com. So when I think about marketing super simplified, I think you have two objectives. First, pick the channel that you can show up on with ease and consistency, point one. And two, how can you leverage whatever you're growing there to point to your email list? Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I want to set the scene for you. Okay. Envision me in sweatpants with wet hair that smells like chlorine sitting in the back of a class. I had on my swim jacket. We all had these really cool like Nike jackets next to Drew, who was just my friend. And we were learning about these principles of business. I was actually just thinking about this the other day, which inspired this episode. And I'm taking you back to over a decade ago, which honestly, when I was doing the math, I was like, oh my gosh, we were in college over a decade ago. We were in one of our business courses and one of our professors was teaching us the four P's. The four P's are product, price, place, and promotion. And I literally remember learning about these P's sitting next to Drew. And when I think about knowing how and where you should be marketing your business... I actually want to take us back to a principle I learned over a decade ago and take these four P's into account. Now, I've been thinking about the topic of marketing. And honestly, as a business owner, I kind of am feeling this as well because I feel like marketing can be really confusing and overwhelming. And a lot of times we can hear all of the things that we should be doing. But chances are, if you're just starting out or even if you are established, you might be walking around with some confusion coupled with guilt or shame and feeling like you know what you need to do or should be doing, but you either don't know how to do it or you don't have the bandwidth to do it at all. The four Ps was a concept that was formally conceptualized in 1960 by E. Jerome McCarthy in the highly influential text, Basic Marketing, A Managerial Approach. And in his book, he says, Developing the right product and making it available to the right place 
with the right promotion and the right price to satisfy target consumers and still meet the objectives of the business. That is a business's goal. I was fascinated when I dug back into this concept because this concept has stood the test of times for decades. So I'm going to let you establish your product and price. Hopefully those are two things you might already have working for you. And I also have a few good episodes on pricing strategies if you need them. And we're going to focus on place and promotion in today's episode. So are you ready to dive in as we talk about what to focus on first in your marketing? Let's go. I love sharing podcast recommendations with you. If you love Gold Digger, then you'll love Nudge, hosted by Phil Agnew. Learn the science behind great marketing with bite-sized 20-minute episodes packed with practical advice from world-class marketers and behavioral scientists. Nudge is fast-paced and insightful with real-world examples that you can apply to your business. I loved this recent episode where Phil shares how our subconscious mind calls the shots and how to bring more awareness to your thoughts to help you not make stupid mistakes. His words, not mine. Nudge is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Listen to Nudge wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So in today's show, I'm going to break down the five ways to know where you need to focus your marketing efforts first. And I'm super excited to share a little bit about how my entire marketing system is built with one main goal in mind. And I believe that marketing can be super simplified when you understand this main goal. So I will get to that super soon. So first, what I want to recommend, especially when it comes to marketing, is understanding this concept. Less is more. And consistency is key. When you know these two things, less is more and consistency is key, it helps for you to kind of eliminate all of those shoulds and get back to what you can be doing. And here's the thing, you do not have to do it all. So I hope that you exhale and let go of the guilt of not doing it all because you don't have to. And where I would recommend beginning is choosing one thing or even a few very small things, I would say one, starting with one, and you wanna start with just doing that well. So here's my question that I always kick off when people are like, I don't even know where to begin or my marketing isn't working. I ask, what is the easiest way for you to show up? Like how can you show up consistently and easily without overcomplicating everything? So here's my question. If you saw one of these items on your calendar today as a part of your schedule, which one would excite you the most? Like which one would light you up? Listen to your gut instinct here. Would it be writing, recording your voice, recording video, or taking a photo? And it's funny because even as I say these, I can think of specific people in my life that I would know what they would pick just off of how they communicate. Like my friend Amy Porterfield and I, she literally just sent me a voice note. If you just heard a little vibrating noise, that was Amy's text coming through via voice note. I have a friend, Pete, who always sends video messages. I have friends who type novels, who write out their messages. I have friends who just send photos and say, checking in. So I can literally think of like my friends and their strengths and what they would likely choose just off of how they communicate. So writing, recording your voice, recording video, or taking a photo. These are good places to start. And just be honest and introspective here and start where you are currently at. Like which one excites you and which one would be easy for you. And I would say that the easy part is even more important than being excited about it because ease is going to help create consistency. 
So maybe if you love shooting video or being on camera, a YouTube channel or Instagram stories or TikTok or reels, all of that stuff would be great marketing channels for you to start on. If you love writing a blog or an email list, or even a text community would be a great medium. Even showing up with your writing in Instagram captions or with carousels could be huge if you love writing. If you love voice memos or speaking, a podcast would be where it's at for you. Do you love photography? Pinterest or Instagram would likely be your jam. And what I want to really focus in on is consistency and ease are key here. Because if you want to have consistency, you have to have ease so that you can keep showing up with confidence and without complication. And here's what I would say. I always recommend in starting small and working big. Because what I see happen a lot is that a lot of times we underestimate how much time and energy something is going to take us. And so we shoot for the stars. I mean, it could be your health journey or what you want to do on Instagram or how many podcasts you want to drop a week. And what happens is, is a lot of times we realize, whoa, this is a lot more work than we thought and we fall off and then we just stop altogether. And so I would say start super small in a place where you know you can be consistent and expand later. So for example, when I started my podcast, I did just one episode a week. And once I finally got my footing, I was like, all right, I think I know how to do this. I can systemize this. I'm going to move up to two times a week. So you want to start small so that you can grow your confidence with you showing up. And as your confidence grows, your consistency will follow and be this partner in your marketing strategy that is going to make a massive difference. When you see people doing it all, like when you see people showing up on every platform and doing it well, I can promise you they did not start out that way. And they likely have a team and support and great systems that allow them to fire on all cylinders. Let me tell you, I could not market in the way that I market without the supportive team behind me helping with all different things from copy to content to image creation to like the actual art of pinning and things like that. And so know that when you see masterful marketers that are on all the platforms that are doing all the things, they probably didn't start that way. And they likely, very likely have support. It is better to be great at one or two things than mediocre at everything. And when you focus, what you'll start to see is that your consistency is going to lead to results. And once you master one area... What I recommend is systemizing it in a way that makes it so easy for you to keep showing up and then you can move on to the next thing. So every time that I've expanded my marketing efforts or expanded to a different channel, I've made sure that I've had a system in place for what is already working so that I'm not overwhelmed and just simply adding more to my plate. Number two is know and understand the big picture. And if you only listen to this point on this episode, this is going to transform the way that you market. One thing that I love about marketing is that when you understand the big picture, it is far more simple than we make it to be. Every single thing I do in my business from a marketing standpoint has just one goal in mind. And I'm curious if you know what that goal is. Literally one goal, all of my marketing pours into this one thing. The one thing is to get people onto my email list. My email list, and I've talked about this so much on the show, my email list is my number one asset. It is the number one way I drive sales. It is the indicator of the health of my business. It is how I move the needle and stay in touch. 
it is something that I own and can control. And I don't know if you feel this, but a lot of our marketing efforts are at the mercy of the platforms that we're marketing on, right? Algorithms drop, settings change, things change. You get locked out of your account. Like that can happen when you can't control the platforms or control the experience that you are offering people on those platforms because you don't control the whole thing, right? We're not Mark Zuckerberg here. And so we cannot make sure that when we're showing up on Facebook or on Instagram, that every single follower is going to see every single post. In fact, there's data that says like 3% of our followers even see what we're sharing. And so I have one big picture in mind. And when I think about the four P's, product, price, place, and promotion, the place that I want to be is in people's inboxes. It is a far more intimate experience. It allows me to guide people on this path through the sequence in what I send. It allows me to serve people so well and then eventually sell to them. And so if you are wondering and you're like, okay, I need to focus in on my marketing and I need to make sure that it moves the needle. The number one thing that you need to be focused on and the metric that you need to be tracking is your email list growth. That will show you that you are giving and offering something that people find valuable and are willing to trade their email address for, whether that's a freebie or a coupon or a download or a template, whatever that is, you are already starting out the exchange with reciprocity, meaning you are giving something of value in order to get somebody's email address, which is a massive value. And that is how you are going to move the needle the most in your business. I can say this with so much certainty. So when I think about marketing and I think about the big picture, every single effort that I do when it comes to marketing funnels to the list. All roads lead to my email list. And that is the number one focus for me and my business and my team. And here's the thing. If you're listening to this right now and you're like, Jenna, I didn't want to feel guilty. You've been talking about this for years and I haven't taken action. And I know it's something that I need. If you have no clue where to begin with this, I have an incredible free challenge. Almost 40,000 people have taken it. It is called the zero to 250 subscriber challenge. It literally helps you start at zero. Or if you've already started and kind of fallen off the email list bandwagon, jump back in and grow your email list quickly and easily. I literally walk you through every single step to set up, to send out your first email, to deliver your freebie. I walk you through it all. It is free. It has tutorials that walk you through all the tech. So if you want to just get this piece of your strategy set up, go to listbuildchallenge.com. That is listbuildchallenge.com. Jump on in. It is a five-day challenge and every day is about 10 minutes or less. So it's very, very approachable. And it's an incredible way to start growing your number one asset in your company. And here's what I think is so interesting. Having an email list, it keeps you from getting caught up in the vanity metric grind which I think happens a lot when it comes to social media. And I think that when you are out there and only in pursuit of likes and comments and engagement, it burns a lot of people out, right? It's so easy to get discouraged. And it has you focusing on the wrong thing. I've told this before, but I'm going to say it again. If somebody were to do an audit of my Instagram, they would say, Jenna, How about you only post about body image and motherhood and your marriage and never post about business? Because from a vanity standpoint, your business posts tank. 
And what is so funny is if people don't understand this big picture of all roads lead to the list, my business posts, while they might not perform the best, they move the needle the most, meaning they get people onto my email list, people that I can serve and nurture and care for until I have an offer that I can invite them into. And so I want to caution you, do not get stuck on this vanity metric bandwagon. You need to know what the big goal is. And then you need to show up confidently knowing that Yes, you can connect on other topics. You can use my strategy of the JK5 and connect on all these different realms. But when you go to post about the one thing that will move the needle the most, that will give you the results, and maybe it doesn't quote perform well, but you get even five more people onto your list, you can go to bed at night being so dang proud of yourself because you are focusing on something that will produce results. So I was recently with a dear friend of mine. She's an internet friend of mine. She's hundreds of thousands of followers. She is fabulous. And we were talking and we were just talking about how differently structured our businesses were. And she has this massive following on Instagram, but she doesn't have an email list. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you need an email list. And she's like, I know. Like, what if my Instagram got hacked before my next launch? Like I would be screwed. I'd be over. My whole business would end. And she was talking about how she has this pressure that she has to show up every single day because that's the only way that she can get results. And yes, it's working now, but she fears like, is it going to work? And does she frankly want to be sharing her life in this way five years from now? She doesn't know. And so it always just opens my eyes to like how super successful people miss this piece of the puzzle and how pivotal and life-changing it can be when you actually invest in the email list. It was so funny because I was talking to her about this and her husband was listening behind the scenes and he was like, I have been telling you, you need an email list. And so I told her, I was like, I will help you get this set up. I sent her my challenge because I'm like, you've got to have something that you can control, a place that you own, a place that you can show up in and something, frankly, that can be automated so that you are not physically having to show up all of the time. So all roads of your marketing should lead to one place, which is the list. So when I think about marketing super simplified, I think you have two objectives. First, pick the channel that you can show up on with ease and consistency, point one. And two, how can you leverage whatever you're growing there to point to your email list? If we just boil down marketing to those two things, you could have a super successful business and a really great marketing strategy right off the bat. So the next thing I want for you to talk about is systems. How do you create systems to make it easy for you to be consistent? Are you noticing a theme here? I'm talking about consistency a lot. When we think of the P promotion, we've got a lot of different options from different marketing channels, whether it's paid or organic marketing or all the places you can be. We want to think about where you will promote and how you will promote consistently. Modern research says that you have to see an ad for a product seven to eight times before you even consider becoming a paying customer. That's crazy, right? So we as consumers are almost getting so numb to the fact that we are constantly being advertised at that we need to see a product seven to eight times before we even consider becoming a paying customer. So what does this mean for us? We can't just quit if we don't get results the first time. And I think this happens so often. I'll, I'll talk to people and they'll be like, I tried it and like two people liked it. My mom was one of them. I was so mortified. So I'm just, I'm done. I can't do that. And so when we know this data that it takes multiple exposures for people to make a decision or to even understand what the product is and why it might be for them, 
We have to focus on ways that we can show up and get in front of the right people multiple times. And notice how I say right people here. When we think about the four P's, we've got product, price, place, and promotion. We also want to be thinking about the place. The place is where you sell your product and the distribution channels that you use in order to get your customer. And so it's really important as we talk about promotion that we also think about place. Finding the right place to market and sell your product is a key factor in reaching your target audience. So if you put your product in a place that your target customer doesn't visit, whether it's online or offline, then you're probably not going to meet your sales goals, right? The right place can help you connect with your target audience and set you up for success. And so a lot of times we overcomplicate this piece, right? We're like, I need to show up exactly where my ideal client is. Or we don't even do the research to understand where are they hanging out? When are they there? And how do I connect with them? So first, you want to find where your audience is physically and mentally and meet them there. If you don't currently have tools set up in your business, like things like Google Analytics or some of those Instagram insights, then just take an hour and do more broad market research on your demographic by pulling up user stats for the different platforms. And I will say that if I were to have two scales here and one scale is show up where your ideal client is or show up where it is easiest for you to show up, I would say show up where it is easiest for you to show up first and figure out how to systemize that piece and then expand to where your ideal client is. But here's the thing. There are a lot of overlaps. So like Pinterest and Instagram, if you pull up like their user demographics, there's a lot of overlap there. And so don't feel like this piece has to be the end all be all. But if you are a product based business, and your products are in brick and mortars, it is so important that you don't miss this place piece. Because in order to sell your product, you have to have it in front of the right people. And so whether we're talking about online or offline, you want to be where your people are like, I want to be where the people are like that should be part of our business motto. And so I would say when you do this research, whether you are looking in your local area or you're looking at shopper statistics, if you're in a brick and mortar or you're looking at the platform statistics, just have an awareness around what audiences are where. And something that's really fascinating is as I dial back and kind of analyze my marketing strategy, we have ideal clients across all platforms, but we speak to them and share with them in different ways. So we share on Pinterest differently than I share on my blog, differently than I share on Instagram, differently than I share on Facebook. We know where certain audiences are and what they want the most. And so again, if we start super simplified and kind of figure out a system, then we can expand to the next platform, learn who is there, learn what resonates, use that data to guide us forward and guide our marketing forward. And so again, start with one platform and get consistent. I know something about you. You're busy. Chances are that you're listening to this podcast and you're probably doing something else too. Mastering the art of working out, walking the baby in the stroller, washing that sink full of dishes. And honestly, we get it. When you're having conversations with your customers, the same is probably true for them. They're juggling just as much. And it can be hard to give a true experience in just a moment, especially when we're all so distracted. HubSpot helps you go beyond the moment by connecting you and your team so you can access all the data you need to see the full customer picture, what motivates them, 
what their expectations are, and how you can blow them out of the water with your service. With powerful tools that connect marketing, sales, ops, and service, HubSpot's powerful CRM platform powers you and your team to transform customer moments into extraordinary customer experiences. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. You might not know this about me, but one of my favorite roles that I play in life is being a host. That's why Drew and I are hosts on Airbnb. If you want to generate extra income and have space to share, you should definitely check out Airbnb. As a mom and full-time entrepreneur, it's been super easy to fit hosting into my schedule. Over the last few years, we've had many visitors and we've even been voted super host several times. Whether you've bought properties as an investment or have unused rooms waiting to be shared, hosting on Airbnb is the practical and profitable choice. And just think about it. If you've put a ton of time, effort, and work into your home, someone out there probably would love to experience it while they're traveling. So next time you're planning a trip or want to make some extra pocket change from your spaces, consider hosting on Airbnb. The hosting process is simple, practical, and tailored to you. Your home might be worth more than you think, Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So here's a story for you. And this is where I think it's really important. So if we know the data that people need to see something seven to eight times to be exposed to it that many times, we have to figure out how we are consistently marketing and talking about our product and educating people on our product and the solutions. And I think that the key to solid marketing is consistency. And that's where so many people struggle. And this is where you want to have some sort of workflow or system or strategy so that you can show up consistently. I love this idea of taking what someone else has learned and using it so that you have the right blueprint. Like this is exactly why I created my courses. I have courses on email list building, Pinterest, Instagram, podcasting, content creation, because I basically boil down exactly what I do into a system that you can literally rinse and repeat in your own life. And this is why I'm so passionate about sharing these systems because it took me so long to develop them, right? And I made so many mistakes and I wasted so much time and money. It's really interesting because so many people reach out to me when they're starting a podcast and it's so exciting. I get excited for them. But I also think that a lot of times, again, we're overzealous. We don't adopt other people's systems. And so then all of a sudden we get into the grind and it's a lot more work. Listen to this data. So a lot of my friends, they'll start a podcast and eight weeks in, they're done. They weren't getting fast results. They're seeing it's a lot of work. They're recognizing that they can't be consistent. 56.1% of podcasts that are on all the platforms have 10 episodes or fewer. People are literally giving up before they have 10 episodes. 17% had 50 episodes or more. So that is one out of five makes it past 50 episodes. And that's pretty generous, I think. The mean number of episodes that a podcast produces is 30. I am at 600 and something. So it is clear that people get started with things, they're excited, and then they fizzle out. And you know why I believe they fizzle out is it is a lack of systems, lack of strategies. They haven't simplified the process to make it something that they can be consistent with. That is why I get so passionate about teaching these systems. And so number three is how do you create systems to make it easy for you to be consistent? Number four 
is getting really honest. What is your greatest need? So when we think about marketing, we want to make sure that if we're talking about moving the needle or getting results, that we understand that the needle movers and the results that we're getting are actually helping us in the way that we need it. So for example, if you need more traffic to your site or your content, let's say you're writing these epic blog posts and nobody is reading them. You want to start on Pinterest, hands down, start on Pinterest. Pinterest is a search engine. It's not social media. It is a place where people are searching for articles and insight and content. And Pinterest's job is to connect people to the articles and insight and content. So if you need more traffic, if you need more eyeballs, start on Pinterest. If you want to build your credibility and teach and share or converse, start a podcast. A podcast is an incredible place to have a platform that you can offer other people and say, Hey, like, come on my show. I have something to offer you. If you want to build up a library of resources and harness the power of SEO, search engine optimization, meaning you are very searchable, get blogging, create that content. If you want street cred and to entertain and educate or connect, get on Instagram, get on Instagram. If you want to create and serve a community, if community is the goal, if community is a result, start a Facebook group. If you want to connect in a more intimate way and build a list that you can launch to, grow an email list. And I would argue if you want any of those, all of those things should be pointing to your list. So can you see how each platform caters to a different need that you might have, whether you're a product-based or service-based or you're educational or you're brick and mortar, each type of business is going to have a different need. And so if you can start with reverse engineering, what is my greatest need right now? Then you can know exactly where to start. And I love this because again, we have all of these different factors that you can take from listening to today's episode and know where to begin. So maybe you can start where it's easiest for you to show up. That's what I usually recommend. Maybe you can start with where you know your people are currently and start connecting there. Maybe you can start with what is my greatest marketing need and what is going to put fuel on the fire, so to speak. And so these are options that are going to help you to determine where do you begin? Number five, and lastly, is build a system that works for you. Now, when I say a system, I mean that I want us to get to a place where your marketing is multifaceted, where you don't have all of your eggs in one basket and you rely on that basket, especially one that you don't control. A lot of people, they find their place and they get to this space where their marketing is working and then they stop, right? Like my friend who is incredible on Instagram, but her podcast, she's not recording it anymore. She's not on Pinterest. She doesn't have an email. She is literally reliant on this one channel. And God bless it. That channel is working really well for her right now. But I could hear the fear in our conversation when she was saying, like, I literally have to show up every single day. And so I don't want for your marketing to become this thing where you just leverage the one thing, the one platform, and you have to spend your life praying that nothing will impact your ability to drive results. I don't want for you to get stuck or trapped or put in a predicament if or when this one platform shifts. I want for you to have this multifaceted marketing system where all roads lead to your email list so that your marketing can work for you. It is the exact way that I use Pinterest one hour a week, schedule pins one hour a week, and I get millions of views. 
and I get thousands of clicks to the content that I've created. And when people land on that content, guess what? They get a pop-up, an invitation to opt into my email list. It is exactly how we leverage tools like Instagram, where we invite people to my blog or my website so that guess what? They can opt in for my email list. It is exactly why I leverage this podcast right here and share different opportunities that you can opt in for, for free, free value so that I can get you on my email list. Can you see how all roads point to one thing? So as we wind this episode down, I hope that it was super helpful and just gives you a place to start. I'm going to recap quickly the five points. So number one, less is more and consistency is key. Figure out the easiest way for you to show up consistently and start small. Number two, know and understand the big picture. I can't say it enough. All roads lead to your email list. Number three is how can you create systems to make it easy for you to be consistent? How can you either adopt other people's systems or systemize your content creation or the process or the flow or the way that you organize things so that it is very clear that you know how and when to show up? Number four, leveraging and understanding what is your greatest need and knowing which tool is going to help you meet that greatest need and drive results. And number five is building a system that works for you. Something that can run while you rest. I, in closing, want to share this piece. I remember this time in my life, I was actually just sitting at coffee with my sister yesterday. And she goes, I cannot believe that you blogged every single day for years. I don't know if you guys know this about me. I think a lot of times we think like overnight success. But when I started my blog years ago, over a decade ago, I blogged every single day, Monday through Friday, every single week for like four years straight. Do you know how many blog posts that is before anyone is reading it? And she goes, I have no idea how you did that. And I started laughing yesterday when she brought this up because I did this without having a true strategy in place. There was zero call to actions. There was zero invites to purchase anything. I was literally writing these posts and just publishing them day in and day out because I'd created this system, but I didn't understand the strategy, right? I got so good at consistency. And I will say that I think that that consistency taught me so many things about marketing and business. But I was laughing with her because I was like, one, I don't know how I did it. Two, I don't know why I did it. And three, I have zero idea what it actually did for me. But I think it taught me these principles of marketing principles, like the four P's and showing up and promoting and place. I didn't have the big picture at the time, but I learned how to systemize and how to create consistency. And I think those two pieces have carried me forward into this complex marketing system that you now see today. Here's the life and work hack for you. Ever since I started getting dressed in the mornings before working from home, I have been more productive and efficient. I guess the saying dress for success is actually true, which is why I am obsessed with quince. Quince offers luxury fashion without the hefty price tag. With prices ranging from 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's a no-brainer to choose Quince for timeless style at unbeatable prices. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman, passing the savings on to us, the savvy shoppers. Personally, I've snagged the Italian leather bow ballet flats. They've truly become a wardrobe staple. And let's not forget about their stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, which 
adds this touch of sophistication to any outfit. Whether I'm working from home, dressing up for a date night, or a play date with friends, Quince always delivers in style, quality, and affordability. If you're ready to elevate your wardrobe without breaking the bank, join me in embracing the Quince revolution. Trust me, your closet and your wallet will thank you. Indulge in affordable luxury at quince.com slash gold digger for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash gold digger to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Let me tell you, I love it when I find a way to blend style and comfort. This is why I am obsessed with Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed a breeze. We're talking minimalist, effortless, yet totally refined, which is exactly my vibe. I wear Jenny Kane's house slippers every single day. I even sent a pair to my best friend, and I've been on the hunt for the perfect shoe for travel. I just grabbed their suede kitten heels. They are timeless, easy to pack. And when I wear them, I get compliments. And it also helps that they are super comfortable. I've also got a quick shout out their sweaters. The oversized cotton fisherman and the cotton cocoon are perfection for everyday wear. And even as the weather warms up, they are absolutely staying in my rotation. Now, the best part about this brand is that you can mix and match the pieces effortlessly. Pair their sweaters with classic denim or a simple slip dress and you You've got a look that's put together without even trying. Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity. And on top of the amazing clothes, they even have home essentials. We're talking timeless furniture, cozy pillows and throws, and the most incredible candles. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use the code GOLDDIGGER15 at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I. K-A-Y-N-E dot com promo code gold digger 15. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. I hope this episode helped you out so much. If you are curious about my different courses or programs that I have or the systems and strategies that I am handing over, if you go to jennacutcher.com slash business, you can check out all of my programs. I love creating simple systems that people can adopt. I love turning decades of work into days for you. I love kind of reaching back and saying, here, I've done this the hard way. Let me make it easy for you. And so again, that's jennacutcher.com slash business. Thank you so much, Gold Diggers, for listening to another episode of the podcast. I hope that today helped simplify this broad concept of marketing and helped you to establish exactly where you can begin and how you can drive results to the hard work that you are busy creating today. Of course, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for being a part of my community. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Let's face it, life and business can be stressful. And it's not just your mind that suffers when you're feeling tense or anxious. Stress can also affect your digestion and your immune system too. So what do we do about it? Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress soothing formula from Just Thrive. Say hello to a steady, serene, more relaxed you. 
Just Calm's proprietary mood lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier in as little as four weeks. And for next level mood TLC, there's Just Thrive Probiotic. This is the probiotic my whole family swears by. This spore probiotic banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin, which is your happy hormone. Plus, it supports better sleep so you can wake up feeling refreshed and revitalized. With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day. To learn more about Just Thrive, tune into episode 734 with their founder, Tina Anderson. I loved chatting with her about the gut-brain connection. And if you're ready to take control and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive probiotic today. Visit justthrivehealth.com and use a promo code GOLDDIGGER. Take control today with Just Thrive. That's justthrivehealth.com, promo code GOLDDIGGER.